on the air at News Radio 1070 WKOK and online at WKOK.com. This is WKOK Sunrise. And thank you for joining us on WKOK Sunrise. He's been fabulous all week. We have high expectations for the rest of today for him as well. Mr. Rob Center, a great producer, so he helps make all of this happen. Uh, Mr. Matt Catrillo's out and about doing the texting already. He's our news director, so we appreciate his help as well. On the news line with us now, Sue Allman is here, executive director of the Union Standard Community Action Agency. Good morning, Sue. Thanks for always keeping us up to date. (laughs) Good morning, Mark. I do appreciate it. And Kim Amsler is with you, Operations Director for the Union Snyder Community Action Agency. So good morning, Kim. Good morning, Mark. I do appreciate it. You keep a lot of folks up to date with a lot of housing opportunities and uh, obligations and, uh, I guess, uh, rules of the way and assistances that are out there. So I really appreciate that. We'll start with Sue. Uh, We're talking about an eviction moratorium that is expiring. I can think of some business people and landlords who are cheering, but we know some tenants are facing a more difficult time. So, Sue, uh, define what's happening here in terms of this moratorium and the expiration? Yeah, so tomorrow the eviction moratorium that's been in place for quite some time is set to expire. Um, Having said that, we have been talking with and working with and helping many landlords and tenants for some time now through the emergency rental assistance program that you you and uh, your listeners may have heard about. Um, But starting tomorrow, Um, all community members who have found themselves having trouble paying their rent and maybe facing a situation where their landlords will be serving them with an eviction are going to be um, held responsible for for their past due and uh, maybe served with an eviction. Well, and Kim, we don't have a lot of uh, daily publicity. We know we've done some occasional coverage of this, but we don't do a lot of publicity about the various types of helps and rental programs and activities that uh, the CAA does that relate to housing. Can you scan over briefly the list of things that you do that do help people with rental assistance? Yeah, absolutely. We have we have several housing programs. The the big one that we have that really is most relevant right now as we as this eviction moratorium comes to an end is the uh, rent emergency rental and utility assistance program. It is a program that we have been running um, for several months now that help with uh, it'll pay rental assistance. It has rental arrears in it. We can support. Um, families if they need help with future rent as well, and it includes utilities, so electricity, gas, heat, uh, water and sewage payments, um, and we can do arrears and future for, for that as well. Um, and so it's really, if someone has lost employment throughout the past you know year or had reduction of hours or even saw additional expenses through the pandemic, um, do or, or do directly or indirectly to COVID-19, then the Emergency Rental and Utility Assistance Program is probably a, a good fit for them. Well, and so we've done all kinds of publicity and all kinds of conversations about this, but we still come across people who, if you say call the CAA or call the Northumberland County uh, Human Services uh, Agencies or the CMSU around here, whoever it happens to be, or the United Way, they say, oh, really? Who are they? What do mm-hmm. they do? You know, we still get that. Yeah. 
We do, and and it, it's interesting because I think a lot of times people don't necessarily think of themselves as someone who might need a helping hand. And in this particular time with the pandemic that we've all been experiencing and gone through, many, many more people need a helping hand. And so this this program is specifically designed to, to reach a broader section of the community that's been affected by COVID. Um, Kim did a great job of coming up with some examples to help make this a little more real for people about, wow, this actually applies to me. And whenever we talk with folks and we say, well, here's an example of somebody who has been affected that would be eligible, they say, oh, wow, that does sound a little like me. So I think often people just don't think of themselves as someone who needs a helping hand or or is eligible for, or maybe they do, but they think, I'm just going to tough it out by myself. I'm just going to figure this out and you know, and then suddenly you're you're in a tough situation. And one of the reasons that I reached out to you, Mark, for us to come on the show is because now is the time for people to reach out for help. With this eviction moratorium expiring tomorrow, we really don't want people to wait until, you know, a little bit down the road when it's going to be even harder to sort things out. Kim, what is your example and what do you want folks to do? Yeah, I mean, we have we have several examples. I think, you know, the biggest one that uh, we have is, you know, a single person who was working as a waitress. We know that many of the, a lot of the restaurant industry was affected during COVID with shutdowns or takeout only um, situations. And so a single person that had their hours reduced, even if they were still working throughout the pandemic, they might have had a hard time paying their bills during that time. And they could be up they could be eligible for up to 12 months of rent and utility assistance. And that that really um, is the message that we want to share today, that individuals that continued to work throughout the pandemic that might have seen reduction of hours or, you know, missed a week or two of work um, due to quarantining or, you know, if they were diagnosed themselves, those those are all um, eligible experiences that people had throughout the pandemic that can make them eligible for this program. Um, and they, you know, they should apply today, as Sue said. Um, we really want them to apply now before they're facing eviction. And once, once an eviction is processed and they have a shorter timeline to, to be able to make a difference. Well, Sue, we just got the text that we often see on our Facebook comments when we talk about housing. I'll just read it verbatim. Wait a minute. Get a job. Pay rent. It's that simple. Sue, yeah, your, rea- your I reaction. I, I, we hear that sometimes. And, and, you know, thinking about the real-time examples of people who are going through things, here's another example. So I'm, uh, I have a household made up of two adults and two children. We had increased household expenses due to COVID-19. Both my partner and I continued working over the last year, but we've had a hard time keeping up with rent. So like in that example, for instance, we may have had a customer come to us and say, you know, I, I've contracted COVID, my husband contracted COVID, or my one of my the people in my family that I take care of, like my mother or my children have contracted COVID, and I had to step out of the workforce for a little while, but I was still employed. Um, whatever the scenario is, working families who have been affected by COVID have been affected by COVID through reduction in their income. I mean, that's just a reality. And so again, this program is is really designed for a broader cross-section of the public, many, many, many of who are employed. So I think it's a bit of a misconception on the public's part that this is, you know, you know, go get it, the go get a job attitude. Frankly, Mark, I don't hear that much of it. You know, in our community, 
you and I talk to a lot of different people, and most of the people that I talk to, we want to help one another as a community, whether it's through our church community or neighborhood, um, you know, signing up for a meal train for somebody who got sick. And this is just another example of um, a way to help people as a community that we can all kind of pitch in. So, and I'm kind of rambling, let me just stop by saying, if you know somebody who was affected by COVID, who is a working person, who is having trouble paying their bills, they're absolutely eligible for this program. All right, Kim, what are the programs you want folks to know about, including the ones you've already discussed and the contact information? Yeah, so the, the big focus is on the ERAP program, the Emergency Rental Assistance Program. Individuals can apply um, on a statewide system at compass.state.pa.us, um, and that would that would work for any of your listeners. We're here talking to you today from Union and Snyder counties, but that website, the Compass website, is available for every county in Pennsylvania. And so if individuals go out to uh, compass.state.pa.us, they can select which county they live in and they're able to apply in their specific counties. Um, People can also contact us through uh, our ERAP email address. It's erap at union-snyder-caa.org. Or we always are willing to take phone calls at 570-374-0181 and you select option two when you give us a call. And we can answer any questions about eligibility um, and that kind of thing before people even fill out applications. So if, if anyone's listening today and, and want to know, you know, and, and heard our examples and said, that sounds like me, feel free to give us a call and we can answer whatever questions uh, you have. Well, and almost as likely as that you'll know someone who will be able to assist this or be assisted by this, even if maybe you are, are not. And uh, I guess our, our final question is the Compass site, is that a all-encompassing uh, go-to clearinghouse? That's, you know, they'll have all kinds of information about all kinds of programs statewide. Yeah, there's a lot of information out on that, out on that website. It does have a lot of assistance programs on it. Um, and it does, like I said, it covers the statewide for the applications, and it, it also shares all of the, the different pieces of um, materials that are needed for individuals to apply for the program. So you can find more information about what's needed for income verification and proof of services there as well. All right. I came up with one last question, and this is for Sue. I hear that there is more money available as I follow the news from Washington that millions of dollars comes into Pennsylvania for how housing assistance. Uh, what's the status of all that money? Is that spent or is it being allocated? What's, what's the status of some of the various pandemic monies that have come into the state? That's a great question. I can only tell you from our agency point of view that there were millions of dollars um, put into funds for Union and Snyder County residents for every county in, in Pennsylvania, of course. But from our point of view, it was, it was millions of dollars. And we have we actually have just completed our report on how much we have spent so far. Kim, I'll let you actually share that information since you did all the number crunching. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So to date here across Union and Snyder County, we have uh, provided eight hundred and thirty about eight hundred and thirty five thousand dollars in rental and utility assistance across the area. Um, it, we, we did receive about $5 million through the rental assistance program that we're talking about today. 
Um, but you're you're right in that there is additional funding that um, was approved from the federal government through the American Rescue Plan, and you know there there is additional rental assistance, which I think is what you were you were referencing there. But there's additional assistance that will um, over the next month we'll be rolling out uh, that will also be available to support homeowners that were affected due to COVID as well. So. We are just like you, waiting for all of that news um, and watching closely to see how those programs roll out across Pennsylvania. Well, and I wasn't and I'm actually. Really glad you, yeah, I'm glad Kim brought that up because homeowners have not really had a resource up until now, and we're anxiously awaiting that. And we expect those funds to extend out through, I think, it's 2022. Am I right, Kim? So this program, the Emergency Rental Assistance Program, will go through 2022, and we're actually expecting the programs that are funded through the American Rescue Plan to go out to 2025. All right, we'll stay in touch. We'll look for more information. You both have an open mic here anytime for pertinent updates related to this. If you know somebody who could be aided by some of this housing and rental assistance, please do uh, contact uh, union-snydercaa.org or go to that compass.state.pa.us site or call the telephone number. Kim, I never did write that number down. What is the telephone number? It's 570-374-0181. All right. Well, you will get more calls today. I'm almost certain of that. Thank you so much, both of you, for all you're doing, and thanks for our update today. Appreciate you, Mark. Very much, Thank you. Very much appreciate all you do. Uh, Sue Allman, Executive Director of the Union Snyder Community Action Agency, and Kim Amsler, Operation Director at Union Snyder CAA, union snydercaaorg 374-0181, compass.state.pa.us.